one of the things that keeps me going in life is that uh, just because somebody says says you can't do something and and think that you're weak or whatnot doesn't mean that's that's not true it's not true at all do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story if so this podcast is for you Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance Podcast, Dr. James Perdue. Hey, uh, come on in today. Let's get some uh, motivation, get some inspiration, get some, oh, let's get some encouragement. Let's find some hope out there. The way we know that when something comes to kick us in the teeth for a call, you know, called life, we know that we can still have a great life. Hey, what's our what's our uh, theme? Perseverance. And they don't call me the professor of perseverance for a reason, but we have found another guy that has persevered. I don't care. Something come along, he just kind of smiles at it, kicks a little dirt, and moves on in life. Our guest today, when he was born, the doctors told his parents. He won't be able to walk without braces or crutches. Family took him home and loved him as he is. He was bullied in school because of his, that's right, because of his challenges. All right. But he just kept persistent, persevering, proving over and over again how people were wrong. He lives also with spinal stenosis. For the ones that don't know what that is, it's your spine, your bony part, is so tight around your cord that it has a hard time even turning left and right. All right? And on top of all this, he has autism. Man, talking about getting the Delta a hard hand to play, but he learned to play it. He's a motivational speaker, autism advocate. He's an author, founder of Crazy Fitness Guy. All right? Has his own podcast called Crazy Fitness Guy, Healthy Living Podcast. Welcome to the show. Man, gonna be exciting to listen to his him today. Jimmy Clare. Thanks for having me. Hey, I appreciate you being here, man. This is gonna be a good time, boy. I love, love, love when we have some people. Not that I love to get beat down and, and hit hard, but I just love it when they get up and dust themselves off and kind of smile and move on. Now, and you seem to do a lot of that. That's true. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, uh, you know, it's you know as well as I do, Jimmy. You've been at this uh, challenges in life like me, and you know, we have we have two things we can do in life: we can curl up in a ball and whine and cry and do nothing, or we can get out and do the best we can and live the best life that we can. Don't mean it be perfect, but it could be better than, like I said, rolling up in a ball and quitting. True. And it's like anybody could, like, like I said, he's like, you know, anyone could roll up in a ball and, you know, I could roll up in a ball and quit tomorrow, but I'll just feel bad and continue to feel bad. And yeah, it's not going to help anybody. It's not going to help me. It's not going to help my parents. It's not going to help anyone. So why? What's it to feel sorry about? <laughs> Again, there's, there's nothing, I mean, Nothing wrong with feeling bad when 
a bad circumstance comes, especially when you don't expect it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's natural. But to stay there forever, that can't be natural. You've got to be able to dig your way out and find a good way to uh, have a good life. Yeah, there's definitely times when I feel like uh, I, I, there's times where I feel very down. It's very, it just basically sucks all the energy out of you. And it really does suck. I mean, like, no pun intended, but it really does suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I have to, one friend, that, her name's Jan. Hey, Jan, what's up, Jan? So she's not owner or anything. But Jan, when you came in to listen, we're mentioning your dad again, that her dad, you say, it's okay to visit Pittyville, but it's not okay to stay there. You all right? And so, you know, we're going to get down and out. We're going to get depressed. And it's okay to get down there. But while you're there, look around in your life and see what you have accomplished. See what you have gone through and overcome and beat. And you can't stay there and depressed forever once you've seen how far you really come in life. Definitely. So, and uh, another guy you was talking, you were talking a minute ago about uh, you could be, you know, down and out and whining and crying and, and be negative and all you're going to do is just feel bad, okay? But you prefer all the positive end. And that's uh, what uh, Zig Ziglar, motivational speaker, uh, said, and I'm paraphrasing, that uh, he said that uh, being positive doesn't mean you don't get negative things in your life. It just means that you can handle things better being positive than you could being negative. So true. So, yeah. all right, um, Jimmy, and again, I'm glad you're here and everything. And uh, we're going to let you hop in and leave you the platform and you take off and you uh, think you, you start us where you think would be best for us to uh, catch you up in life. Well, uh, so when I was born, uh, I, I was told from uh, doctors and teachers and other people, uh, well, first, the doctor told my parents I wouldn't be able to walk without braces or crutches. Uh, I, I have neither. I've never had any braces or crutches. Uh, the only thing I had was a cast on my arm because I, I broke my arm before. Uh, mm -hmm. But that, that, but I'll get to that at some point. Um, but my, uh, but then I also had teachers who. Uh, because so-called experts uh, about about autism, they uh, said I wouldn't be able to read higher than a second grade level. And I'm in college now, and reading is one of my strong suits. And uh, I've gone, you know, this might sound kind of, Weird, but I've won many arguments of being able to because I can I, I can read at high level. I, I read, you know, those fine prints on uh, 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 of legal documents when you sign oh, stuff. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can read that word for word. I might not understand it, but then I go back and Google's like, what does this mean? And it's like, oh, this doesn't sound good. <laughs> I yeah, like, no, yeah. no, I don't want it. <laughs> there you and, go. And. Uh, and then I also, uh, but yeah, my, my reading happens to be one of my strong suits. Uh, and, but it wasn't always that way growing up because 
in the school systems, they told me they made uh, you read certain books. Like, so I'll give you an instance. In my school, well, basically in a lot of schools, they kind of shove special education students in one classroom, thinking everybody's everybody learns the same, everybody's la-di-da-da. And that's not the case, because the person over here could be uh, on my left, could be re- could be uh, reading at I don't know sixth grade level. Mm-hmm. Someone over here could be reading at an eighth grade level, <laughs> and mm-hmm. but I could be reading at I don't know tenth grade level or something, and it's not fair for either one of these two, <laughs> or. Uh, and I mean, it could go both, either way because of, uh, of because no one learns the same. Everybody's a different way of learners. Like for me, I'm a visual learner, but I can also read. I can also learn by reading stuff. But 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 I need. But like if it's like step by step, step by step in, instructions, I need pictures along with it because it's like oh part a to part b and i'm like looking it's like well how do you know which one is part a and part b because i don't know yeah <laughs> i was like they both look the same and but so i it's totally wrong that schools uh do that because by doing that you hurt the people's ch- the students chances of actually learning something uh, at their level, and so you, everyone needs a teacher uh, who can teach them at their own level, at their own pace, with and uh, at their preferred style of learning, and at everybody's preferred style of learning. And so, fast forward to middle school, they, I had my my special education teacher, she. Uh, helped me. Well, actually, you know, before I tell that story, well, like when I got to elementary school, I got uh, I was bullied a lot, mm-hmm. and and then I was also getting pulled out of um, my classes a lot, and because I didn't know how to interact socially to everyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I really found kind of humorous now, kind of looking at it because. If I was, if I had my, if I had my own kid one day, I would, I and the school was doing something that they did to me, and one of the things that they did to me was, they pulled me out of my classes to put me in this social group, and and I'm like, why are you pulling me? Why are you pulling me out of? Uh, classes for the social group or a uh, small classrooms like well we're gonna try to you need to know how to make friends okay well it's like well by taking me out of the main classroom you're also making it impossible to me to make friends so which one is it <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of like uh I thought I'm supposed to be making friends here, but okay, you don't want me to make friends then, I guess. Uh, but they probably wanted you to start making friends with people like you and the other special ed kids and not worrying so much about making friends with the world 
and I guess them, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be the teacher advocate here because I used to teach uh, for a while. So I'm just saying maybe they were saying maybe it'd be easier if you can make friends with your kind, easier developed. Then you can worry about making it with the friends or, or the world, I mean, and uh, which could be good and could be bad. So I understand both sides of it because, again, I used to be a teacher. And uh, and so we and I, you're, you're perfectly right about how they would take a lot of special eds and put them in one room away from the mainstream. And then they would let them come in classes. I taught seventh grade. So, you know, you would get a. I would get two or three or four or five of them uh, from special ed would come in during one class period and they would bring a, a teacher assistant in with them. And so I, I, I enjoyed the special ed because me, I'm in a wheelchair. And so I was on their level somewhat, maybe not mentally, but emotionally and stuff like that with them. And so I would take them in and put them, pair them up with the so-called normal kids one this way the normal kids can learn some compassion they can learn patience they can learn and plus the others can build friendship and stuff like that so i understand somewhat what they're trying to do uh maybe not everything but yeah i can understand part of it and so uh, I, I, you know i didn't think about it that way from a uh, from your point of view but now it kind of makes sense a little bit as well but like like you also said it, it kind of just kind of goes both ways where it's kind of hard to see one side of the other because it's like oh yeah because like when i was younger i just like this doesn't seem to make any sense and i didn't like it that they were interrupting my schedule mm-hmm. and because it was never scheduled in my schedule and because like my uh, assistant my, my the teacher assistant or aide or whatever mm-hmm. uh, written down my schedule and it was never ever planned it was just spontaneous and it's like you can't do this to me and it's like i was like you interrupt my schedule i get p- very pissed off and, yeah. and give me warning you yeah. know, let's give me time to to understand what's going on. I understand that as well. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I wish they would do in the, whether it's your case or any other case. I understand with the special ed and them being there in their classroom and being friends with them, but encourage them to be friends with the so-called normal mainstream because who are they going to be around most of their life? The world, which is mostly mainstream. Because not all special eds get out and do something. Yeah, and and plus, you, you know, I've always yeah, and like and one of the things I've uh, and then so uh, like I, I, I when I started getting bullied on the bus and whatnot, I've been having a lot. Of, I had a lot of autism meltdowns, which mm-hmm. uh, just uh, just literally affected my mood. And everything like I, I, my moods were very, very like basically. I, uh, by the end of the time my, my autism meltdown was done, everything just was just in a wreckage, and mm-hmm. it wasn't my proudest moments or whatnot. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, see, that that sign right there when you said it wasn't my proudest moments, and that's a sign of maturity right there. You know, you're accepting responsibility. It it was the way I was. 
then. I would try to avoid that today because I learned from it. And so I'm, it's, it's great that you uh, say that, you know, that it was a proud moment because that's taking accountability. That's awesome. Definitely. And, but, uh, but I also, uh, I think that I know I could have avoided that in a lot of different ways, but to my point of what I said just a few minutes ago, it was kind of, I felt like the school wasn't helping uh, me along in elementary school. And they were just kind of just, just taking me out of the classroom, not giving me a heads up. They just, uh, and like some of the uh, faculty even asked my parents, even wrote notes home to my parents. It's like, we don't understand why Jimmy is not cooperating. And, and my parents saw it. It's like, well, you're not giving him a heads up. You're not telling him what's going right. to happen. And it's, right. like, so, and it's like, so, gee, I wonder why he's getting pissed off. Well, and same thing. If you yank those teachers out of the room to go make them do something they don't really want to do, are they going to be happy? And, Probably not. And, and exactly. And that's, again, where they should have prepped you. They should have told you. Hey, uh, Jimmy, in two weeks, here's what's going to go. And should explain to you why you're going there, not just go over there and make friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, but they should have prepped you two weeks in advance. Hey, this is what's going to happen here in two weeks. And then even if every day they got to remind you, they should have give you a chance for you to mentally prepare to go to do, do what you need to. Yeah. And so, uh, and after, and the bullying started like on the bus, just asking just just questions that I didn't know because I didn't learn it yet mm-hmm. or learn that stuff yet. And then so I felt just very stupid from what the bullies were asking me. Mm-hmm. So then again, I don't know if there were necessarily bullies because later on uh, in high school they started. Uh, like they were very nice and whatnot. So again, uh, it could have been just, I don't know, just they were more mature later on, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, they, that, that, that same as when I mentioned you about maturity, they could just been immature, goofy. Uh, uh, they could have been bullied somewhere. And now for them to feel good, they bullied you, which is, it's not right. But that could be what they were doing. And as they grew up, they matured and realized what they were doing was wrong and made it a little easier on you by not bullying and trying to be friends. So, yeah, that's, then, that's, that's uh, again, great to view uh, to recognize their maturity. Yeah. And like, and then when I uh, um, and, uh, come forward in my, uh, so, and then like, and, uh, in a middle school, my seventh grade teacher, uh, she knew I was getting bullied a lot in uh, middle school. Uh, I got like hit in the neck with my spinal stenosis, which mm-hmm. is very dangerous because I could be paralyzed from the neck down mm-hmm. if, they, if I got severe whiplash. And there was one uh, principal, assistant principal, in the back of my head, I referred to him as Doctor uh, Mr. Wacko because uh, I felt like he was. Bit, and the reason I referred to him as that, and I never called this to in his in his face or anything, mm-hmm. but in my back of my mind, it's like, is this guy head 
screwed on right because he said bullying didn't exist in uh in middle school. I'm like, it doesn't exist. And it's like, so that's why I'm in your office 24/7 reporting that there's bullying going on. But mm-hmm. and I was like, are you smoking weed or something? Because uh, I'm yeah. like, can I have some so I can be in that magical world of yours? So, and so again, I don't- Never so said I don't that bullying. <laughs> that way you say, so I don't notice the bullying. Yeah. <laughs> a good good thing about this. I mean, sad you went through all that. I'm sorry about that, Jimmy. Good thing about it. Hopefully today, the way school shootings and crap like that's happened, hopefully today they are taking this bullying more serious to help people, to to help people not get bullied, but also get hold to ones that are bullying and help them grow up quicker to stop it. So hopefully, hopefully I'm not teaching any longer, but hopefully they're taking it more serious today. Uh, I hope that too. And then, and then, but so my seventh grade teacher, what, uh, how she got me, I think she know in some way that she what I really liked about my seventh grade teacher in middle school was that she knew how to teach on everybody's different level of learning. So I was never deprived of, oh, I, I don't know that, or I don't know this, or I don't know that. She mm-hmm. like she taught at my own pace. And, like, and of course, she taught the class together. But I mean, when she went around the room and, and was like, Jimmy, do you need help with this? And I was like, Yes, I do. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. And she, mm-hmm. she, she even used visual, uh, uh, like physical visual stuff. Like, let's say if it was uh, about, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm a good example. Well, for instance, we got like she, since she was a special education teacher, she used. Uh, she uh, taught science, math, and history. Actually, was it history? I would say history. And uh, I guess I don't remember all the exact mm-hmm. details, but mm-hmm. she, uh, during science class, we got she could to make these small little volcanoes. And I, I mean, it was like out of clay, but it was still cool because she like taught us and say. And it's like this is how uh, lava takes uh, time to build up and erupt. And mm-hmm. I was like, "This thing is fun." It's like, "Wow!" Uh, and yeah, so I like your teacher there, Jimmy. Yeah, I, talk, I like your teacher there. You talking about because I taught seventh grade science, and the uh, great thing about that is, again, like you said, different way of learning. So we could work with kids that really enjoyed the reading and get it that way, but then the hands-on experiments come in and that's, you know, for all of them to learn, but especially for people like you, you know, can learn with the hand-on experience and stuff like that. And so that's a great thing about science that you could work in a lot of ex- uh, experiments. And then, and then what I also appreciate is that even when I was getting bullied throughout the day going from class to class to class to class and this uh, assistant uh, principal who was still crazy and whacked in his head. Uh, she started eventually going uh, to him because I was missing my bus because 
apparently one of the bullies was on my bus too. And mm-hmm. it's like, you would think that the school would just kind of have some kind of logic. And it's like, well, he's getting harassed by this one student and he's on his bus too. That doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but they may not have control of that because if, if y'all lived on the same route going home, yeah, they probably have, other than they probably could have somehow separated you on the bus, I guess. I don't know about that point. All right, Jimmy, hey, let's get into this. Uh, let's move forward a little bit. What's this crazy fitness guy tag that you have? So it's a website uh, that... It's a website that promotes healthy living through my autistic eyes. And mm-hmm. it's for people on and off of the spectrum learning how to start living a healthier lifestyle. And I, I, the reason why I started it was because um, after the first college, uh, my first English class in college, my English teacher told me the only way to get better at writing was to write every single day. Mm-hmm. And that dawned on me because I was thinking, what could I possibly write every single day? And I was like, I can't write in a Word document because I'll just go crazy. And and then or uh, and then and then I was like also thinking, well, what could I possibly do? Uh, and then I know I couldn't do a Word document, a Google document, and whatnot. And so I saw this one person in my other um, class who. And well, he and one person in my class, he had a website of his own, and he writes on it every single day on it. And I was like, I want a website. And though my first mistake of ever creating a website was starting with WordPress, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna. And I, I'm full disclaimer: I'm not bashing WordPress, but I'm even though I was good at technology. I mean, I know how to work with it. I know how the ins and outs of it. Give running me a website the, with WordPress. Yeah, give me the drag and drops. Uh, I haven't tried enough with the uh, WordPress yet either. Um, I just prefer the easier method. Yeah. Right I, or I, wrong, I, but that's me. Yeah, the same thing. I, but, I'm not bashing them, but uh, I just know what works for me, and and they understand that. Yeah. And, and so, like, yeah, uh, it was just not for me, and it was like everything was just breaking and I was working like 90 hours a week just to oh, yeah. figure out what's going on. And I was like, this is so unhealthy and I don't need to do it. So then I moved to Squarespace because they just, they do all the technical stuff for you. They do all the maintenance. I, I mean, the only maintenance I have to do is keep my uh, page URLs the same. So if mm-hmm. something breaks, I just have to fix it. But other than that, I was like, they take all care of all the security for me. I was like, thank goodness. Yeah, I was like, I pay a little extra. That's right, yeah. Not everybody is uh, technically advanced, okay? Now, like you say, for me, just let me uh, do the drag and drop, and I can type what I need to and put in a picture from there. Yeah, that's, that's for me. So <laughs> it's not fancy like other people, but it does for me. Yeah, and so I, I started Crazy Fitness Guy back on April 12th of 2017, mm-hmm. and I've been up and running ever since. Uh, the podcast started uh, on April 12th of 2020, because going into my third year of running Crazy Fitness Guy, 
I knew I wanted to uh, start again my. I just knew I wanted to expand something different because I was like, I'm gonna still keep writing, but I was like, I want to keep something fun for me. And it's like, because oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like I like writing at times, but when sometimes when you just feel like, oh, gee, all I do is write. I need I need something else to keep me going. Oh, you gotta have pleasure too. Yeah. Yeah, and then so. Uh, my teacher, one of my teachers in college, he said to me, he's like, Jimmy, if you want to be a motivational speaker, you need to get your voice to be heard. And I was like, she's absolutely right. I guess it's time for me to start the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I, I start the podcast and, uh, and it's been up and running for almost two years now. And like, and, and before, and before we got onto, uh, on the show, I told you I switched hosts uh, this year, so everything we set back to zero, which makes sense because uh, they have two different analytics from two different hosts. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like they're like they're never gonna play together. Each That's other. right. Yeah, yeah. Bullying the playground is gonna happen again there. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh well, you know what. It's kind of a bummer, but I was like, well, I think this is more accurate than the other one. But again, not bashing. Again, yeah, I, I haven't yeah. seen I haven't, I haven't seen anything perfect, so it's not like I could tell them which was more accurate than the well, other. Well, you know as well as everybody else, the way life is, nothing's going to be perfect. And so, uh, except for maybe Mary, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. There we go. But uh, uh, yeah, without his analytics and everything, everybody's trying their best to make things. Perfect, but uh, I don't know if they'll ever really get to. Now, crazy fitness guy, how did you come up with that? I mean, you work out a uh, hundred times a week, or uh, I work you, out, or or you work out once a week, but you do it for twenty four straight hours, or how did uh, how did they come up with crazy fitness guy? Well, I worked at, I work out six days a week, uh -huh. and uh, so. Uh, and uh, when I first started, I was known as a different name, and I but I didn't like the way it was going. It was uh, energy sucking, and then the other name was, uh, and I'm not going to say that name because I don't want people to refer to me as that name. But there's this other name that I was uh, that I can't say either. Because, yeah, hold back! You know, don't do it! Don't do it, man! Keep it to yourself. We'll just use our imagination. But then there was this other name that was actually uh, a, a, a trademark violation, which I can't say it because don't I'm, do it, uh, don't do it. Uh, and, All right. Uh, and I knew uh, I've heard about the the trademark laws and the copyright laws, but I, I didn't know uh, how far in detail it went until I started. So it was totally my mistake, and I didn't know. And so I got my first cease and desist letter there uh, when I go. first started. Now uh, you're getting important in life now. <laughs> I mean, this was my this was when I f first started at. So uh, yeah. I changed the name, uh, and I just started randomizing different words together. It's like crazy fitness guy, and I was like, sounds pretty clever. Sounds cool. Yeah. And so then fast forward to now, uh, I mean, like last year, I, I got a uh, trademark for it and it's registered. So don't try there stealing my stuff. There you go. Uh, now, I got a lawyer now, on 
Man, the first person who tries to get crazy fitness guy is going to send you a cis and deceased uh, letter. <laughs> exactly. Karma so, comes around. <laughs> that's right. Good deal. So, um, all right, Jimmy. So, who, who do you get on your podcast? People that are just working out, autism people. Um, I mean, who, who do you get on your guest show? So, I had uh, a lot of different people. I had authors, I had motivational speakers, uh, fitness experts. I mean, um, personal trainers, mm-hmm. uh, nutritionists, business people, uh, and Not people with positive messages. Yeah, exactly. And okay. and the reason why I also uh, include business is because there's a lot of people that I uh, had on, like the personal trainer. Uh, he he works out. He he commutes to the gym to use their equipment, but they. But uh, he worked for himself, and he had his own website. And I, I mean, he, he runs his own business by himself. He doesn't split anything with anyone. And mm-hmm. so I was like, "Yeah, I got to include business because if somebody's like, well, this is a healthy living podcast. How can he cover business?' And it's like the people I have on run their own businesses, so I had to include it. That's, that's health. That's healthy. They're running their own business. That's exactly life. Yeah, there you go. Tell them it's your show. You can do what you want to. That's exactly. What That's what you tell them. So, all right, good deal. Hey, um, now, Jimmy, I forgot what I was going to ask you, but while well, if I can remember, but until then, hey, uh, go and tell people your website or the social media, how they can find you. The best way you can find me is go to crazyfitnessguy.com. Between me and, and uh, Crazy Fitness Guy, we have 100-plus profiles, and the reason why I did that is because when I when I was literally hiding behind Crazy Fitness Guy and just using everything under Crazy Fitness Guy and not putting it under my own name, and I was uh, I it, when I updated like, like when I shared stuff milestones on Crazy Fitness Guy uh, social media. No one gave a crap. No one commented. No one was like, oh, there's another brand tooting its own horn. But then I was like, no, no one's engaging with this. I was like, this is annoying. And so I just like, okay, you know, I'm just going like, to get out, I'm just gonna, uh, get out bef- behind Crazy Fitness Guy and uh, showcase me and what I do behind the scenes and everything else. And once I start once I start update just showcasing the updates for Crazy Fitness Guy of like milestones and whatnot, people's like, Oh, congratulations. And it's like, oh now you care. So there you go. So that's it. Yeah, get out there and uh let everybody know who this crazy fitness guy is and get out there and push it the best you can and hope you get uh, some speaking gigs, as they say. Um Especially now with this uh, virus and everything, everything's trying to get lifted. So there's going to be more getting out to go do now. So uh, it was great during the Zooming time and people staying at home doing it. Uh, and so I hope to continue doing that as well. But I can see people want to get more personal with it as well. So true is that. And plus, I've, uh, I've been on a hundred and 17 podcast episodes i've been great job on, way to get out there here you go i've been uh, featured on uh, australia live tv 
uh, I've also been promoted uh, on, in New York City, Times Square, on the big billboard. Uh, and I co-authored a book that is still not out yet, but uh, I can't rush the person because then she might kick me out. <laughs> don't do not do that, man. Don't rush them. Take it exactly. in. Be patient and everything. Hey, yo, uh, my backyard science. Hey, yeah, we were talking science a minute ago. Hey, uh, thank you for coming in. Said hi, Professor Perseverance. Stopped for a few. Hope you're doing well. Hey, we hope that you are doing well, backyard science. And again, this is Jimmy Clare, the crazy fitness guy. So, all right, uh, Jimmy. Hey, man, appreciate you coming and sharing your story and everything. Uh, you're incredible, man. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just amazed and glad that you come on my little old podcast. So, um, but uh, you, you're doing incredible things. You keep up a good hard work and everything. Thank now, you. Jimmy, you know, there's people hurting and struggling today. And if you could leave us with a positive message to help them get through today, that'd be a blessing, man. Okay. Um, I'm Well, one of the things that keeps me going in life is that uh, just because somebody says, says you can't do something and and think that you're weak or whatnot doesn't mean that's that's not true it's not true at all i've uh like for instance i'll give you a quick story my um there was one person in my college semester one semester who uh yeah uh we did these icebreakers and like just they get to know each other so it went around this group. He told me. He told our group first, and like, yeah, I work in a, I work in the desk behind the gym, and I get consistent pay and whatnot. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so we all took turns, and finally I got to mine, me, and I said, yeah, I'm I'm a founder and owner of CrazyFitnessGuy.com and whatnot. And he snickered at me, and he's like. And the first, very first question that he asked, how can you make money off of a, of a website? And I, and I was like, have you heard of Amazon? Have you heard of Walmart? Have you heard of all those big name brands? And it's like, they have websites, they have brand, their brand. And it's like, and it's like the better question to ask is, how can you personally make money off of a website? Because that would be at least a legitimate question, but. But but so my point of telling you that story, uh, everyone, the story is that, uh, you know, I would I would love to be able to see him now, and it's like, yeah, you know, guess what? I just got awarded. Crazy fitness guy got awarded the uh, uh, 101 best uh, startup company in Pennsylvania. So I, I would love to see what he had to say for that. And it's like, how's that working at the gym? Be- behind the desk there for you <laughs> there you go i did see that on your website a while ago before you got on and saw that you were in the top 101 uh, start a business and congratulations for that and Thank appreciate you. it hey my backyard science said hi to jimmy as well so saying hi to you as well from my Hello. backyard science so all right jimmy man that's uh, awesome that uh yeah, yeah, I'm glad you shared that about your business being one of the uh, top, okay, 101 there, top businesses, uh, startup business. So that's uh, more incredible things that you're doing. So, Thank all right, you. you're welcome. 
Jimmy, appreciate you being here. Everyone else, hey, share this out. Someone you know that needs some inspiration, some motivation, some hope, some hope to grab on to. Jimmy's going to give you some. Just listen to his story. Everyone else, I'm Dr. James Perdue, the Professor of Perseverance. Thank you for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. It couldn't happen without you. I mean, you know that because I don't want to listen to it all by myself. And so, again, I need all of you to listen to make things right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week that's going to help you persevere past your paralysis. Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. For motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at ProfessorofPerseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.